can fly. You are love. You bring light to the darkness. You are hope. You restore every heart that is broken. Great are you.
Hey, Orchard. Welcome to the final Sunday of 2020. And after our big production, I gave the team the day off. And so I'm going to be preaching from my living room because that's oftentimes where you're going to be watching it because we're doing Orchard at home. Henry, he played his song in the living room. So here we are together just in the living room. And I want to just have a, a short sermon. It's not too long, but I think the message of this sermon could be something that, that, could, that could change uh, how you move forward into the next year. And to do this, I want you to go ahead and either open your note app on your phone or get a piece of pen and paper. That'll be a good idea for today because we're going to be looking at resolutions. Resolutions, right? We, people love to make them or they love to hate on them. But you know, lose weight, get out of debt, climb a certain mountain, start working out. Those are some of the most popular resolutions. Did you know about 45% of people who make resolutions actually accomplish them? And did you know that writing them down increases your chances of actually doing it? I mean, resolutions, it's that time of year. We, we want to make some changes for 2021. January and resolutions are, are, are the self-help time of year. That's what a resolution really is. It's, it's self-help. I want to I change something about myself. But I, I want to challenge you today that, that maybe you don't just need another January of self-help. That because of what we've discovered in 2020, let's move into 2021 with, with some spirit help. Let's move with some bigger changes. Let's, we, we need the Spirit of God to adjust some things within us. Resolutions are often external changes that we want to make habitual. Like we want to change the fruit that we bear, the fruit of our lives we want to change. I, I need to be more patient or I need to be more present with my, my kids or my, my, in my relationship or get more slim and svelte, whatever. Uh, but, but the Spirit of God doesn't want to change your fruit. That's not how you, how you, how you begin to change. We change the root. See, when you change the root, the, the, the foundation of your life, then the life that grows out of it, the fruit that comes out of your, your life will change itself. You see, we, we, we have a change deep in our root system. The very nature of the fruit that we have is, is different. You won't be able to help growing better, better fruit because you have better roots. You know, often New Year's resolutions are like a, a crab apple tree resolving to squeeze out some oranges in the new year. It's just not going to happen. We've behaved ourselves into some things and we need to, with God's help, behave our way out of them and have him transform us. And perhaps there's something far greater than resolving to change the fruit of your lives. Perhaps um, right now today, we, we want to, to change the root of our lives, to be truly transformed. You see, self-help changes your behavior, but, but spirit help changes your being. And when you change your being, your behavior follows. The Bible is pretty clear on this. It says in Luke 6, verses 43 and 40 through 45, it says, No good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People don't pick figs from a thorn bush, and they don't get grapes from briars. A good person brings good things from the good stored up in their heart, and the evil person brings evil things from the evil stored up in their heart. Matthew 12, 33 says, Make a tree good, and its fruit will also be good. Make the tree bad and the fruit will be bad. For a tree is known and recognized by its fruit. So what fruit have we seen in our lives? What has 2020 showed us some things? What do we want to God to change in us? So perhaps let's not, let's not like a focus on squeezing out a better fruit in 2021. Let's begin instead to surrender our hearts to the Spirit of God so that He can transform us at such a deep level that the fruit is different. And so today, the, the, the prayer is that you don't just hear this from me, that my prayer is that you hear from God today and that you and he have a moment where, where you know clearly um, what to leave behind in 2020 
and what to pick up for 2021. And, and it starts with this. It, David had this prayer in Psalm 139 about just asking God to, to test me, to know me. It says, investigate my life, O God. Find out everything about me. Cross-examine me. Test me. Get a clear picture of who I am. God, see for yourself what I've done, if it's been wrong. And then, God, guide me on the road to eternal life. So as we examine ourselves today, it's a good time to ask, what should I leave in 2020? I mean, here the, the reality is we're so excited to leave 2020. We're so excited to turn the page on it. But we probably have some habits and beliefs and behaviors that we've picked up through this year that we don't want to take with us. Because I, I know we're excited about it, but here's the danger. That the calendar changes, but our character doesn't. And see, that's what we want to change. We want to take the character that we have maybe negatively found in 2020 or beyond, or just the negative character that 2020 um, exposed. We want that. I don't want, I don't want just a calendar to change. I want my character to change. So let's, let's start with some questions. Because here's the, here's the fact. Maybe, um, what are some, what's some shame you need to lay down? Or forgiving yourself. Perhaps you've accumulated some shame or some guilt based on decisions or some things that have happened in 2020. Maybe you've acquired a new pet sin that is privately harming you. And just a reminder that God never intended you to live with shame. Shame is not his tool. 1 John 1, 9 says, If we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us and purify us from all unrighteousness. That's, that's real important. Confess your sins and he forgives. And so if you have those places of shame or private pet sins or places that are put away that, that you've gathered over this year, confess those and God is faithful to forgive you of all those things. And then Psalm 51 verses 10 to 12. I want you to write that one down. And I want you to, I want you to Psalms 51, 10 through 12. I want you to write that down. And I want you to look at that today. I want you to go into that and have that be some place where you just stop and read, maybe memorize. Take some time and go through and make an inventory of, of what's happened in your past and, and leave it there in the past. So here's the question. God, what sins, what habits do you want me to leave in 2020? Like, what do you, need to, what do you not need to take with you for the next year? That's our first question. And something I've done for many years, you might know this, is I try to get one word for my coming year. Uh, one theme that, that God and I talk through and I, and I have that. And I always want it to be like victory or like winning. But when it gets down to it, God, God wants my character to be different. God wants my character to be better, um, more holy, not just for me to be more happy. And, and so for 2020, my word was presence. Presence, like not, not Christmas presence, but God's presence. That, that as a person, um, not because I'm a pastor, not because I'm a professional, no, but because as a son with the Heavenly Father, that I would spend time in his presence. So, so here's the question I want you to write down. God, what is the one word you want to define and guide me for 2021? Like what word of character would God, would God have you do? Maybe it's gentleness. Maybe it's grace. Maybe it's gratitude. Ask God that. Say, God, what, would, what should my word be for 2021? And then all year, write that down, put that around. I have an, I have an alarm that goes off in my phone daily that reminds me of, of my theme. So also, here's another, here, going to the next question. Who do I need to forgive and release? Like what key relationships need to be restored in 2021? Who this year do, do you need to, to go back and restore a relationship with? Like stop blaming them, stop holding grudges, and move forward in unity. Hmm. See, see, blame, blame on the other person is how we avoid changing oftentimes. So take your time. You know, we've, there's a lot of people we 
probably have gotten angry at in 2020. Um, but we need to, it, we need to listen to the words of Colossians right here, Colossians 3.13. It says, bear with each other and forgive one another. If you have a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And we just saw earlier how the Lord forgave. He forgives everything. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Uh, Ephesians 4.31 and 32, get rid of all bitterness and rage and anger and brawling and slander. Yeah, get rid of the brawling, guys, and the slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgive one another just as Christ forgave you. God, who do you want me to forgive this year, moving into 2020? Who do, you want, who do I need to ask forgiveness from, or who do I need to forgive to bring restoration? That's, that's your question for there. At the end of the day, here's the reality of what I want the orchard to, to, to know, is that God is looking for a people. He does it all throughout the Bible. He looks for people to partner with, and he moves in power through them. He's looking for a people who have courage, courage to surrender their lives and live his way. He's looking for people willing to do whatever, whatever and whenever, uh, for the sake of his glory and the sake of his kingdom. He's looking for, for people who, who just say yes whenever God asks. And we might not be that people now, but we are becoming that people. And part of it is going through these questions and saying, what do I need to leave? What do I need to pick up and, as I move forward? What's my word? God, like, what are you and I gonna partner with on this year? So how do you want your life to be different? Like, how do you want to love people and, and, and love God differently in, in 2021? Orchard, it's been an incredible year. And I want to thank all of you who've, who've joined us this year for the first time. Like, there are many of you who are watching these videos who, who don't live in our town, don't live in our state, and have never visited. And I want to thank all of you who, who've been a part of the Orchard before COVID for sticking with us through this, these crazy shutdowns and the online church and your pastor in a Santa hat in his, in his living room. Thank you for sticking with us. I want to thank those of you who, um, who prayed to give uh, your heart to Jesus this year. We have, we have new souls who, who will go to heaven because this year you had the courage to, to pray a prayer with me right here over video. It's, it's an honor. It's such an honor and a privilege to be your pastor. And thank you, thank those of you who've resourced um, and supported the orchard through this year. Um, it, it, it's just, I'm so humbled. It's such an honor and, and a privilege to be your pastor. I pray and I love you guys more than you know. And so here we are saying goodbye to 2020. And in 2021, let, let us say yes to loving God and loving people in a whole nother way. Let's, let's up the way how much we just love God and our roots in him and his word. And then let's love people in a new way. Let me pray a prayer of blessing with you. Father, we ask in Jesus' name that you would just pour out your blessings and boldness upon this church. I pray for these people that you would bless them in Jesus' name as well. We want to be your people. We want to be your people and follow wherever you would lead us. So give us hearts that love you even more. Give us hearts that follow you even closer. And Father, I pray for all of us that we would hear you more clearly. We love you, Father God. And we thank you, Jesus, our Savior. And, and we ask you to fill us in a new way, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Orchard, I love you. I'm praying for you as always. Love God and love people.